good. Pretty good. I've got a like two weeks worth of laundry sitting on my bed that I need to put away. <laughs> I haven't done it in a long time. I've done like two or three loads of laundry and it just kind of keeps getting mm. added to my bed and then I keep sticking it in baskets and I keep dumping it on my bed. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely hear you on that one. We were going to start laundry actually and then Nolan was like, is it going to be loud? It's like, Probably. <laughs> Are you going to hear it? Probably. Okay, we'll wait. <laughs> oh, darn. Have to wait to do laundry. Well, yeah, because I get to the same point of like, okay, I did all this laundry, but now I don't want to fold it. I don't want to put it away. It's <laughs> the worst part. I hate it. I know. <laughs> it's my least favorite task and chore, and I am the worst at it. It takes Josh is so bad at it too. We both just suck at putting laundry away because we both don't oh. like it. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, laundry. That's a great personal question. <laughs> what task or chore are you just an epic failure at? Laundry. <laughs> laundry. Putting it yeah. away specifically. <laughs> Yeah, not doing it, just getting it back to where it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Washing it, great, yeah. fine, can do. Putting it away. Yep. Nah. Worst house chore ever. Yep. Yep. Hello, animal lovers. Welcome to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Jayla. We just want to remind everyone that we are not professionals, just animal enthusiasts. We love learning about them, talking about them, and discovering new ones. And all the crazy things that they can do. There are so many animals out there, and they are all so different. If we are misinformed, please email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so we can correct ourselves. Some of the things we say may also just be our opinions. So just a reminder, we are enthusiasts, not professionals. Thanks Thanks for for joining joining us. Enjoy! Welcome, animal lovers, to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Jayla. And we've got a really fun episode, like we usually do. This one I'm excited about. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I'm excited excited. about all of them, but this one in particular I'm extra excited about. (laughs) So first things first, we have our personal question, and then I uh, will ask you some trivia questions, see if you guys can guess what I picked. I'm excited. I have no idea what the animal is. I know. I'm excited. It's going to be good. Yes. It's going to be a good reveal. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Personal question. Well, I had one prepared, but do you want to just talk about chores and how much we don't (laughs) like to do them? No, we can talk about your question you prepared. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, So my question is, if you could play any musical instrument without practicing, what would you play? Like you just could pick it up and you could play the most amazing song on it ever. Okay. I would love to be able to play the cello, but if I could just pick it up and be like a pro at it without any practice ever probably like one of those dj board things nice because i feel like i would have so much control over so many other things true, what are those true. even called <laughs> uh i don't know a turntable what are a they turn called table. <laughs> that 
That sounds right. With like all the switches and the sounds and everything that goes with them, you know? Yeah. And I could play the best things ever with it. I think that would be the most logical choice. (laughs) A sound desk. Yeah. That's what you call a DJ table. Perfect. So you have like all the fades and all the all the buttons. Mm-hmm. And all the music because it's other music and you just make your own with it. It's true. You just scramble, shuffle a bunch of other people's music together. I mean, you can. You can also make your own, which does actually true. make your own at that point too. So anyways, true. that's true. probably what logically I would pick. But I would love also to love like learn the cello. Yeah. So if you, I guess if you had to practice an instrument, would you learn the cello? If I could practice any and I could keep my commitment to it, the cello or Mm -hmm. the guitar. That makes sense. Because I have a guitar and a ukulele, but do I know how to play them well? No. No, I do not. Mm -hmm. Have I had them since I was like in the first grade? Yes. Yes, I have. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Yep. 20 years and I still don't really know how to play. (laughs) That's all right. You've got other things to do. It's true. I'm a real good baker, and I'm a real good story writer. There you go. See? You've just been practicing other things. Yes. Different creative skills. Music yes. is not my strength. I still don't understand how to read music. That's okay. I don't either. I do it by ear. Mm-hmm. So you can always hear I just it. memorize. <laughs> got a good memory. Nice. What? instrument would you play um i would love well if i didn't have to practice i'd probably learn how to play the harp Ooh, that's um, a good one because yeah harpists can make some good money mm-hmm. and i've heard it's really hard to play so yeah. i think that would be really cool the harp would be um, really cool to play yeah yep yep so that's my that's my go-to also i feel like how often do you come across a harpist like you're just yeah. walking into a music area and you're like, oh, what instrument do you play? And I was like, guitar, drums, bass, upright bass, you know, like all these other instruments. And then how often do you hear, oh, I play the harp. I feel like that I feel would like be cool. I like it's such a high-end, classy instrument. Mm-hmm. So we just don't come in contact with the right high-end people. <laughs> True. Maybe I'm just not talking to the right people. <laughs> So, uh, point me in the direction of a enough. harpist, and I'll I'll try and scramble some money together to book them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if I had to practice an instrument, I really want to learn how to play the drums. The drums, would not be cool. with Twizzlers, but actual <laughs> drums. The yeah. drums would be cool. Drums are cool. Yeah, one day, maybe when I have more time. Yes. So. Oh, what's the name of uh, the best friend from Gilmore Girls that wants to be a drummer and becomes a drummer? Lane. Lane. So you're like Lane, but your yeah. mom would support you. Yeah, probably. I'd hope so. Cool. She probably wouldn't support me at first because it'd be terrible. <laughs> she probably wouldn't want to hear that. Nolan doesn't even want to hear that. Come back to me when you actually sound good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you're not, yeah offbeat well my father-in-law is a drummer he's the one that does our uh our drum rolls oh that's right Mm -hmm. that's right and my brother-in-laws and my husband and jewel like they're all percussionists and drummers so 
There you go. Hook you up with some lessons, nice, maybe. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I've one day. You, girl. I've got you. <laughs> one day, one day. Yes, one day. One All right, day, trivia! Man. Trivia! I need to know what we're talking about yes. today. Yes, it's a good one. Okie dokie. Question numero uno. <laughs> what animal, despite their large size, can reach up to speeds of 15 to 20 miles per hour? Hippos. <laughs> Close, but not quite. <laughs> that is a good guess, though. Hippos. They are fast. I am. I know. They are super fast. Okay. What animal, if you touch this animal or harass this animal in any way, it is a federal crime, and it's punishable by a fine of up to $50,000 or a year oh in gosh. a federal prison. Why do I feel like I've recently heard this? I don't know. <laughs> but I don't I, know. A lot of animals, like, if you harass them, it is a crime. But it's well, specific it's, of... <laughs> it's not a dog, so... No. no, it is not a dog. All right, and then... Sorry, dogs. Sound. What animal makes this sound? That's so weird. <laughs> it's like a squeaking, like a yeah. chirping, whistling sound. It's big. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't touch it. Nope. You shouldn't harass it. it. I mean, you really shouldn't harass any animals, but specifically this one has a class A squeals. crime. Federal prison time or a huge chunk of money. I don't... It's not a pig. No, it's not a pig. That's the only thing I could think of that squeal. You want your last hint? Yeah. Do you it have one is more? a mammal, and it does uh-huh. have an A in it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is it a... The only other big animal I can think of, is it a giraffe? You're wearing your giraffe shirt today. I am wearing my giraffe shirt, but it's not a giraffe. Oh, dang it. <laughs> All right, what you is ready? it? You ready? Drum roll. It is the manatee. <gasps> Barbara, manatee, manatee, manatee. <laughs> you are the one for me. One for me. One for me. <laughs> you might have to line that singing up because we were both doing the same thing. <laughs> that was great. I was being I love your it. echo. <clears throat> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I get it now. I yep. love it. Yep, yep, yep. I'm so excited to learn about Barbara. <laughs> the manatee. <laughs> yes. Um, this is my little, my little doodle for it. Oh, cute! Is that I, a mustache? I messed up on his nose, so then I just colored oh. it in, so it does look like a mustache. I like the mustache. <laughs> like I did it, and I gave him a nose with a smiley face, but it looked weird, and I was like, I don't like it. So I tried fixing it, and it just looked weird. So I just colored it in. I was like, well, nice. Now you just got wait dark nose. <laughs> Isn't the manatee one of your mom's favorite animals? It is. Ha ha ha. It is, which is why I was also really excited about it. Because I just talked nice. to her, too. I was like, 
I need annals. Oh, I should do a manatee. I'll have to do yeah. it in a few weeks because I already got a few other lined up and then the original one for this week fell through. So I was like, manatee. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. Anyways, moving on with the manatee. <clears throat> I'm excited. There are actually three species of manatees and then a couple of subspecies. Um, so I'm going to be talking, like, most of the information about them is pretty general, and then there are a few specifics about each species, so when it gets to that, I'll specify, like, which species, but for the most part, most of it's pretty general per species. Okay. The three species are the West Indian manatee, West African manatee, and the Amazonian manatee, and then the subspecies are the Florida manatee and the Atlantean manatee which are subspecies of the West Indian manatee. Okay. Um, and then when you get a group of manatees together, it's called an aggregation. Aggregation, okay. yes. Nice. Um, males are called bulls, females are called cows, and babies Ooh. are called calves. Oh, like cows. Yes. And I mean. as we know... Or don't know. Their nickname, many of them call, are called sea cows. So manatees mm. have the nickname of a sea cow. So, moving on. Uh, they are, so their appearance is they are large and they are gray and they're sea mammals. And they, they're fast. They, they can Sorry. get fast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to that, but I just... Put the trivia uh-huh. answers like together. Yes, even <laughs> though the they're large, they can get pretty yeah. quick. Even though, like, that's the thing is, they're Dang. known to being like kind of like these really mellow, slow creatures. So people don't think that uh-huh. they can get that fast. Which wow. I talk about, okay. about that in the lightning round. Okay, so, I'm excited. Yeah, but yeah, so they can weigh up to thirteen thousand pounds, which is about like just under six hundred kg. Dang. Yeah. So, they can get pretty big. <laughs> that was a big boy. Yup. Um, and then they can get up to 13 feet long, which is about four meters. Dang. So, they're heavier than a grand piano, if that gives some people an idea of how big they what? are. Yes. So, they're heavier. They're not bigger. They're heavier than a grand piano. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, they're still... I don't know how long a grand piano is. I feel like there's still going to be about a good chunk of a grand piano. True, yeah. Um, And then females are usually actually bigger than the males. So that 13-pounder or 13,000-pounder is a big girl, (laughs) most likely. Cool. So, yes. Um, They have, like, pretty, I don't know if, you guys have seen a manatee or not, but they have, like, these pretty distinct faces that are kind of like a walrus mixed with, like, a sea lion mixed with, like, I don't know, something else. Mm-hmm. They have, like, that walrusy like, face, but they don't have, like, the dog nose. They have more of, like, those cartoony noses that you draw on things, more like a cow nose, I guess, you know? Right. Um, And then that they have sense. these small eyes and these lips of sorts um so their upper lip helps them to get food and they have the ability to like move them independently um okay so that's cool yeah um imagine if we had muscles that did that (laughs) 
<laughs> our faces need more muscles. I mean, our lips move independently, but like, yeah, their upper lips can move independently to do things with their big old cheeks. <laughs> I wish you screenshotted that face. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, so, yeah, their upper lips will help them to get food, and then they, uh, I think it's all manatees, but it's specified adults, probably because babies take a while to get their teeth, but they don't have canines Uh or incisors. They only have what's called cheek teeth, (laughs) Um, which are basically molars. Okay. Um, And they fall out often slash kind of regularly throughout their lives, and they just kind of keep growing back anytime they lose them. And they don't usually have more than six teeth at a time. What? Mm Mm-hmm. They don't have very many teeth. They have small eyes, kind of more human-like eyes, and then they're nearsighted and partially colorblind. They know that they can see blues, greens, and gray spectrums, but they can't see, like, reds, and they can't see, like, blue and green together. It's weird. I didn't fully understand it, but interesting. But don't they live in the water? (laughs) I don't... And technically, water is clear. True. If it's <laughs> clear. <laughs> or just dirty and murky. And Anyways. Um, and then they have a large paddle-shaped tail and two flippers that they use as, like, little arms and hands because they'll use their, like, flippers to, like, scoop food into their mouth sometimes. Pretty cute. Aww. Yeah. And then other mammals... All other mammals specifically, including giraffes, actually, um, have seven cervical vertebrae, but manatees only have six. That's their their spine, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they can't turn their head, like their necks, like we can, or like other animals can. So they have to paddle in order to turn? Yeah, pretty much. Um, So they only have six, and they believe it's... I don't like that. A form of a homotic gene mutation. So that they've developed over time. <sighs> Evolution. Anyways. Um, something interesting about their stomachs is that it says that their stomach is really simple. Which I think is nice. <laughs> but they are still capable of digesting tougher meals or food items within the pouch at the beginning of the large intestine. Which has a specific name, but it's hard to say, and it's easier to just say it's part of your large intestine. <laughs> that nice, spot, nice. like if the if their stomach doesn't fully digest it, then that spot of their intestines can fully digest it, since it's more huh. of a heartier meal at that point. So yeah, nice. some interesting facts about their appearance and anatomy, and then their history. We're gonna go on a little journey. It is the year na, uh, 1493. It's Whoa. January 9th. You are uh, Christopher Columbus <laughs> writing in your journal. And you've been at sea. You're tired. You're probably hungry. You're surrounded by a bunch of seamen. <laughs> and I did not mean it wait, to sound wait. that way. <laughs> Like you're, Can you say that one more time? <laughs> you're surrounded by a bunch of people on the boat with you at sea. 
men at sea. Which are probably men. (laughs) But there might be some women, I don't know. (laughs) So probably seamen. Yeah, that's why I just said that, because it's like, and then I, yeah. Anyways. I'm sure that there's some of that going around, too. Anyways. Probably. Yeah, probably. It's been a while, probably. Uh, Anyways, you've been. That's why they don't have socks. At sea for a while. That's gross. (laughs) Their feet are probably really smelly. Oh, Jayla. Anyways, you went there. I did. I'm sorry. Um, They've been at sea for quite some time. Yes. Those men. Your eyes must be deceiving you because you look in the water and what do you see? A mermaid. But wait, they don't look nearly as beautiful as the folklore. Rude. (laughs) They uh, depicted them very differently from what you've seen in pictures of what mermaids are supposed to look like. Because what you're seeing before you is big and gray. There's no seashell bras or long, luscious locks. (laughs) They're not singing to you. Uh. So odds are you're probably just dehydrated and also very frustrated that you haven't made it to your end goal yet. You got scurvy. Because you (laughs) have now spotted a manatee, not a mermaid. A manatee dressed up as a mermaid. <laughs> um, so somehow manatees are like commonly mistaken as mermaids, or at least That's they so used weird. to be. But because of that, they do believe that manatees, along with some of its other cousins, the oh, I'm gonna put to say dugongs. And the oh, the dugong. Dugong, thanks. It's spelt like D U G, so it looks like duh, like duh, yeah, Doug. Dugons, that's right. There's and a Pokemon the... named Dugong. Nice. So it's named after that animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. So, which Anyways. they're, they look very similar, but Dugongs have a bit more of mm-hmm. like a droopier face, and they have tusks, yeah. and they have a clip, like a little cliff in their tail. Um, oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they have some minor differences, but they look very similar. But they're actually from different families, so they're not even, oh. like, they're related, but not the same family. But yes, that's why they're cousins. Um, and then also their other color- cousin is the Stellar's, Stellar's Sea Cow, which has been extinct since the 18th century. Um, but okay. those are what they believe, like, inspired those myths and folklore of mermaids and sirens. Of people seeing hmm. those and then being like, this is what I saw. <laughs> Which this very sea- different. Yes. <laughs> yes. But you know, there's what a How I Met Your Mother episode where Barney is talking about the manatee effect or whatever. Like you spend time with a girl for so long, they start looking oh, like yeah. a mermaid. So you got to like make her a manatee again. Um, yeah. Yep. And they, like, talk about, like, the, they're just so desperate that they see these manatees and they're like, mermaids! (laughs) They're, like, willing to see things that aren't there. Make them a bit more sexy. Um, But, you know, curves are beautiful. Yeah. You gotta add those seashells, though. (laughs) You do have to. And the long, luscious locks. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so they do believe that they did inspire those myths and folklore, um, but then still the fact that people mistake them is quite humorous. 
Just because a mermaid is like half human, half fish. Does a manatee have a humerus? I don't know. Are you going to look it up? Yeah, I have to know. That would be fantastic if it does. Because that would be humorous. It would be. (laughs) While you do that, I'm going to keep going. So, they have also been believed to, they have a humorous? They do. Yep. It's called a marching molar. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm going marching with my drums? Apparently, that was my quick Google search. So, listeners, if I'm wrong, is what their humorous humorous is. (laughs) That's fantastic. Anyways. Oh. But they're believed to evolve from a four-legged land mammal more than 60 million years ago. That's backwards. (laughs) It's like the opposite of most things. It's true. Most things gain legs. These guys lost theirs. Um, they just, you know, got tired of the land. They walked in the water and like, I like it down here. I'm going to stay. Yeah. It's much easier to support my body weight. Yeah. I just What have the elephants better. been up to? Right. <laughs> or those cows. Yeah. They're missing out. Uh, um, their history, they they know some stuff. But they're honestly still kind of baffled by their history, and we'll we'll just kind of explain why. So, because they're still a tad mystery, because they just keep finding new discoveries of manatees, but they're, like, so spread out that they're like, what? Because in 2008, they found um, a missing link to Africa from 48 million years ago, because up to that point, they knew they were related to some animals in Africa, but they didn't have any way of connecting them to Africa, until finally in 2008, this bone washed up. They were like, oh, we finally found the link. Wonder if it was their humorous. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think it was part of their jaw. <laughs> their marching molars just marched on in like, here I am. <laughs> All six of them. <laughs> um, and then a bone fragment was also connected to them being in Texas. Which they're like, so I guess Texas waters must have been warmer than we thought, or they were able to withstand the cold better. We're not really sure. Um, And that was dating 11,000 to 240,000 years ago. And then, uh, yeah, so they just kind of keep, and like, the, the oldest manatee fossil has been found in Jamaica. So they're like, what? They're just like all over the place, and they don't really know where like they don't have a full grasp of their history quite yet or like their relations to certain things but they do know that even though they're called sea cows they're actually closely related to elephants which is great and also (laughs) this animal called a hyrexis which is a small african rodent like mammal what (laughs) yes so this giant elephant versus this what? tiny, like, little rodent-y thing is, like, what they're closely related to. Can you imagine if the two of them just got together and had a baby and they were like, manatee. <laughs> manatee? <laughs> what man have you been seeing? A tea? <laughs> 
Anyways, so their history's a little wonky because they're just like, what? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So funny. So, uh, all three species, their environment time, um, all three species are named mostly for the regions they are found in. And do you have any, you like, want to guess or do you know where you can find a manatee? In the water? Yep. Are there water manatees? <laughs> yep. They are water-dwelling animals. <laughs> so they're found in oceans, seas, and rivers. Um, so the West Indian manatee can be found along the east coast of the United States, and most a lot of them are found in Florida. Uh, the Amazonian ones... Oh, are found in the Amazon River. <laughs> Whoa. Um, and this spe- like this specific species is only ever found in freshwater. You won't find them in like seawater or saltwater. Only freshwater. Okay. And then the African, uh, the West African manatee is along the African west coast. Okay. So, um, they breathe air, but they never leave the water. So, like, a seal or a lion, sea lion will, or otters or whatever, like, they swim in, like, their water dwelling for the most part, but they do leave mm-hmm. the water and go to land. Manatees never leave the water. They're, like, more like a whale in that aspect. Um, so they just okay. kind of come up for air and they just stay in the water. But they're usually in more shallow spots. They don't go in, like, really deep, deep waters. Hmm. So you'd never have, like, a manatee little mermaid effect, right? Where he's just, like, propped up on the, wa- on the yeah. rock. And nope. Like, nope. No splash and glory. <laughs> Dang it. That's a weird sentence. No <laughs> splash and glory. glory. Now with those seamen, they aren't. <laughs> I'm sure they're splashing their own glory. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Ew. Uh, gross okay um, so their behavior so generally manatees are pretty solitary they keep to themselves they're not like huge social bugs or anything um but that being said they are not territorial whatsoever so they don't really care if they're like swimming in a pack or like with a bunch of other manatees they just if the water temperatures are really good and they're, like, in a good, comfortable place and there's, like, a lot of food, then they're going to all hang out in a similar place. But it's not like they're swimming together as a family in a pack. They're not, like, buddy buddies or anything. Mm-hmm. They're pretty, like, on their own. They just happen to be in the same place. It's like an introvert going to the mall. They just happen to be in the same place as a bunch of other people. <laughs> not necessarily going there to hang out with people. Right. Um, so yeah, um, but they're not territorial, but they can be found in the groups, um, and then if there is, like, any social structure going on between any of them, it's usually between a mom and her baby, or during mating season, and Mm. we'll talk more about that later, um, and then they spend their days sleeping and eating slash grazing for food. Literally half of their day is spent sleeping and half of their day is eating. Huh. That's all they okay. do with their life. Eat and sleep, eat and sleep, eat and sleep. It's um, pretty simple. Yeah, it's, pre- it's very simple. Um, so they sleep half of the day and when they're sleeping they stay submerged and then they only come up every 15 to 20 minutes for air and usually it's just their nose that will come up and then they'll kind of resubmerge. 
I feel like that would be kind of annoying. There'd just be like a lot of naps. You know, power naps are great. 15 minute cat naps. Yeah, but can you imagine if that was like your eight hours of sleep and then you just every 15 15 to 20 minutes minutes, you have to breathe. (laughs) I mean, it's probably super subconscious for them. They're probably doing it in their sleep. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, anyways um but then while they're actively swimming and munching for food they actually have to surface every three to four minutes so they can't hold their breath for as long when they're like being more active they have to surface more often so when they're relaxing and sleeping basically they can stay submerged longer Mm. so which is probably why they live in the shallow waters Mm -hmm. It's like faster. It's a faster commute, you know? It is a faster commute and more vegetation probably. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Or they just can't handle the pressure. (laughs) Truth. The pressure. Under pressure. Um, (laughs) So they do have a wide range of vocalizations. Like you heard some of their squeaks and whistles. Um, That was between a mom and a baby. That's so um, weird. But they do communicate it for many reasons. Mostly if they're scared, angry, or, like, upset in any way, or, like, danger. Or if they're in the mood to nude. <laughs> if they're feeling some sexual arousal, they have a few communications for that. Um, but they don't think there's, like, a sound that they make specifically to alert any males or females that they're ready to mate. They think it's more scent-based. Um, but they do have sounds, like, to trigger, like, yeah, okay, sure, I'm ready to get down. Um, but yeah. I approve. Yes, I approve. <laughs> I consent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, asking for that permission. <laughs> well, maybe. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, no. There's nothing, like, we'll talk about it. Okay. What do you think manatees eat? Algae? Maybe. Not quite. Oh. I mean, there might be some that they eat. Yeah, they eat I some. Don't, I don't know. Um. So they are herbivores, and so you can see them mm. eating basically any type of vegetation. Okay. Water vegetation. Whether it's freshwater or saltwater plants. They're munching away on it. Algae, I'm sure, is in there somewhere. <laughs> so not like crabs or so fish. A few manatees will sometimes be seen eating clams or fish, like from oh. nets, but it's really uncommon. It's not super mm. like normal. It's pretty rare for them to be munching on those things. Most of the time they're just straight up eating vegetation. That makes teeth. Or that makes That makes teeth. <laughs> Humorous. Because I was thinking of how many teeth they have. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Yes. And their simple stomachs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, that makes teeth. <laughs> that makes teeth. <laughs> oh man. I'm writing that down. Is there music going on on your end? Uh, Nolan's playing guitar. Can you hear it? Ah, just a little bit, but it's like 
not coming through super smooth, so I just hear, like, it sounds like like a video game in the background. <laughs> oh, no, he's playing guitar. Cool. Um, it's fine. I was just making sure that it I'll just talk louder. Not, like, the Bluetooth being weird with Josh's phone. No. Like no. that one time. So, no, you're good. He's good. Okay. It's all good. It's not. Okay. I was just mostly making sure it wasn't my end. You're not connected to two things at the same time. Exactly. Like I was the other day and I was like, hey. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, <laughs> small story. Oh, okay. So, Nolan was connected to two things at the same time. Uh, and he started playing, like, sound-wise, Bluetooth gotcha. headphones. Um, and he started playing something and then all of a sudden he thought I was speaking. Oh no. And he was he was listening to the podcast. That was one of the things he connected to. And he thought I said something. He goes, What? And I was like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> but that was hilarious. That is fantastic. So, anyways. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bluetooth, man. It's crazy. Technology. Those marching molars. <laughs> Just keep marching. <laughs> um so, how much do you think the manatee eats? So, we know they eat a lot of vegetation, but how much do you think they eat? Oh. Is it their body weight? 1,300 pounds. I don't know. <laughs> Ask me to guess. <laughs> That's my guess. That, that is a decent guess. That would be a lot of food. It's not quite that yeah. much, but it's still a lot. They okay. eat about 10 to 15% of their body weight. Oh, oh. Which doesn't seem oh. like a lot, but you have to remember, they're really big. So that's like up to 130 to 195 pounds of food a day. That's so much food. That's more than our pounds of our flour. So it's <sighs> equivalent to 15 to 23 gallons of milk. <laughs> that gives me a stomachache thinking about it. <laughs> That's how much food they're eating. That's so much food. A day. And so much milk. Mm-hmm. Oh. Weight-wise. That's like the weight. 130 to 195 pounds of food is equivalent to 15 to 23 gallons of milk. It's too much. It's a lot. Um, yeah. A glass of milk just gives me a stomach ache. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that much. Oh. Alright. So their life cycle. So now we can talk about their mating habits and things and if they ask for consent or not. Um mm. So we're going to take this journey as if you are a sexually matured cow at the ripe age of five. Getting that motion of the ocean in there. <laughs> yes. So manatees, both female and male, um, are sexually mature by the time they're five years old. Mm. And so you're like finally in that age and you're like, okay, I'm ready to have a baby. And... You give off this scent or whatever, and then you're minding That's your so own weird. business, and you're just kind of slowly drifting and swimming and sleeping and grazing, and slowly, like, spring and summer are around, and, like, these bulls, these males just kind of start showing up out of nowhere, 
And you ah. just slowly keep getting, like, more and more boys following you. Ah. Um, soon enough, you're followed. Just you. You're, you're one individual cow uh, is being followed by 12 or more bulls. It's too many. And uh, they creepy. just kind of hang out with you and follow you everywhere you go for the course of uh, two to four weeks. No, that's terrifying posse. And over the two to four weeks, the more aggressive and dominant ones are, like, the ones sticking closest to you, while the more, like, less dominant ones are, like, more on the outer ends of this, like, mating herd is what they call it. Um, They definitely try to get into the middle, but they're not always successful. And um, because there's so many manatees in this little mating herd... It's really hard for scientists to observe what actually happens because you guys are just swimming around and kicking up a lot of dirt that they can't really see if you're picking who you want to mate with or if it just happens. Uh. So they they don't really know if there's like a signal or a way that the female chooses or if it just happens because there's so many and she's just like whatever. Um if you're just, just like you. whatever. <laughs> Um, or, but the boy, yeah. the male, the bull, will uh, swim underneath you and, like, basically be belly to belly <laughs> and uh, will hold onto your flippers and just go for it. And uh, the other males will then also try to push him off and push him out of the way oh. and try to take his place. Mm. Um but when it's successful, it only lasts for a couple of minutes. It's never long. <laughs> well, that's good compared to the pig. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, the pig <laughs> has the orgasm for 30 minutes, not necessarily the whole delivery. Uh, Either way. Either way. True. It doesn't last very long, but they are around you for two to four weeks, so it's regularly occurring. Um, mm-hmm. And then finally, when it's all done, they all just disperse and leave you be, and you finally get, like, that breath of relief of, like, finally I'm alone. Because you're an Rude. introvert, and you've just been surrounded by so many boys. And uh, finally you're alone, and you just rest, and you eat, because you now have a baby to feed in your belly. Yeah, you need that comfort food. Yes, give me all of those veggies. You've got those cravings. <laughs> um... Does every t- everything taste metallic? <laughs> I hope not. That's pollution. <laughs> so then about 12 months pass because you're pregnant for about 12 months. A year? Yeah. A whole year? Yeah, you, you have, have a, a big baby, baby to grow. <laughs> yes. It's not little. It's a big. It's a big little little baby. Uh, so twelve months pass, and the baby's born underwater. And then sometimes the baby will swim up to the surface on their own. Other times the mom will help them up to the surface to breathe. But then within the hour, the baby can swim all on its own. Okay. Yes, it's perfectly fine and normal. Uh. Okay. Yes, nothing's bad. Um. So they. Uh, Then they just kind of hang out together for, like, two years, basically. And uh, the baby that you uh, give birth to is about 66 pounds and 47 inches long. Oh, my gosh. 
basically the size of me in the seventh grade. <laughs> little twelve-year-old me. What does a little pregnant manatee look like? Just <laughs> she get like the little does she belly, just get, like a little bit more of a bulge. Because well, they're already like kind of like blobs. Yeah. <laughs> so does she just get a little bump? I don't know. A bumpy you should look blob. It up. You should look it up. What does a pregnant oh manatee look like? Uh, That'd be cute little maternity shoot. Yeah. Baby, <laughs> With all of baby the like manatees. water plants everywhere. And the seashells. <laughs> yes, and the long luscious locks of seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> and a little starfish. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I love it. There's the picture. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um... So the mom and the baby stay together for about two years, and she nurses the baby the whole time. Um, so she basically nurses the baby until they go off on their own. Aww. And then, but after just a few weeks, the baby can eat plants and vegetation. So she's not just nursing it the whole time. It can eat other food as well, but it also nurses. Okay. And then females um, will have a new calf every two to five years. Um, so they don't have them every single time that they can. They usually, like, take a little break, and then they have another one, and then they take a little break, and they have another one. So, basically, by the time the baby goes off on it, their own around that time or a little bit later, they'll have another one. Right. right. Um, and it's really rare, but it does happen that manatees will have twins. Um, it's really, really rare. Usually they just have one at a time. Oh my gosh, can you imagine that manatee mom? Oh. <laughs> Just like tripled in size. Seriously, the poor mama. Oh. She probably has like little miniature. Oh, little miniature manatees would be so cute. But I don't manatees. care what people say. Manatees are adorable. Yeah. I want to snuggle their little face, but then I'll get arrested. Um, because <laughs> it's a federal crime. Uh. Don't touch or cuddle or harass a manatee. Um, so they usually live for, do you want to guess how long they usually live for? Mm, Well, if they can have multiple babies and Mm -hmm. they are sexually active at five, Mm -hmm. they have, I don't know, maybe like 20? That's not a bad guess. They can live to be 60 years old or more. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, they don't necessarily live that long in the wild just because of all the different accents that they can have. Um, Sad. But they can. There have been, like, 60-plus manatees. Hmm. So, they can live for a while. It's a pretty they good age. They can be little wise old little fellas. Uh, a manatee grandma. Aww. Grammatee? <laughs> can you imagine Manatee grand? Being like a little mermaid, a little grandma maid, gram, grammaid, grammaid. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> All right, threats and predators—the worst part. Um, what do you think is manatees' natural threats and predators? <laughs> Humans. Natural. <laughs> Like, actual food chain. I don't know. What would kill a manatee? An alligator? 
Oh, you're so. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um. So they don't really have natural predators. It's really uncommon for any other animals to attack manatee just because of like where they're found in the shallow areas, and also they're so big. Yeah. Um, right. So it's really uncommon, but it does happen. And when it does happen, it's usually like a crocodile or an alligator, a shark, or a killer whale. But it's really that not makes that sense. common. So they don't really have natural predators. So their biggest threat is, yes, us humans. We are the worst. <laughs> um, boo. I know. We should get a boo sound. <laughs> boo. boo. Yeah, like the crowd just booing. It just has to be us saying it like a bunch of different ways and then just compiling it all into one. Yes, I we should do it. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it later, but we'll do it. Yeah. Um. But yes, so us humans are the worst. However, it's nothing that we're necessarily doing on purpose. So it's not like we're stealing their habitat or anything. We're just making it kind of dangerous for them. Mm, um, so the way that we are their biggest threat is by boats and propellers. They have a lot of accidents and run-ins, um, which can sometimes lead to infections. So they can get infections and die. Um, and then some water structures like floodgates or navigation locks, sometimes nets and other fishing traps can cause them to not be able to surface or they just get tangled or they just get picked up with the stuff which isn't very good um so their biggest biggest thing is boat collisions and like propellers like chopping them up a little um Mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily always die from it but they do get really injured which can cause them to not be able to swim well so then they can't migrate and so then they get cold so different things like that yeah um, and then the other thing that can really cause them problems is the red tides, which are like an algae bloom that gets brought up from the, like the seafloor and it's toxic to manatees and other life, sea life. And that kind of gets brought, it's like p- kind of like pollution in a way, but it gets brought up during like hurricanes and different things like that, that can like mm. bring it up from the surface or from the seafloor to like more of the surface. And then Are you trying to say... Back climate change impacting <laughs> manatees a little bit yeah climate change affecting everything <laughs> so those are the biggest things is like the boats and then the the red tides and then with some of their injuries when they can't migrate the reason why they can't do that is if they get left in like a cooler climate mm-hmm. when they can't migrate because if they're really sensitive to the cold, so if their bodies, um, they'll start, their bodies will start to shut down if they're in the waters that are below 60 degrees. So, if they get injured and they can't migrate, then they basically freeze, um, they get hyperthermia, or sometimes just, they get, they just end up in the wrong place just during exploring, and they don't realize that they get cold, so. Sad. Yeah. Um, but there are things we can do to help them which i'll get to in a minute um so their conservation efforts slash like their iucn status iucn right i see un i don't remember 
Anyways, the red list. Conservation something. <laughs> um, so they, all of the species, including the subspecies, are all listed as vulnerable or threatened with the danger of becoming extinct. Um, oh. So the Amazonian uh, manatee is specifically, like, their numbers are dropping and they're not really sure how many there are, but they do know they're dropping. And then the uh, West Indian manatee has about 1,300, no, 13,000, sorry. There's three zeros to that. There's about 13,000 in the wild, and then the mm. African, the West African manatee has less than 10,000. So their numbers are dropping. Um, There's quite a few in, like, zoos and wildlife reserves and aquariums. (laughs) So there's quite a few in captivity. So they're not, like, going to go away, but there's not enough in the wild. So there's definitely efforts that could be made um, to protect them. So how can I help? How can you help the manatees? Um, if you're in an area where manatees are common, like Florida or Georgia or wherever, um, touch them, give them hugs. (laughs) No. If you want to go to a federal (laughs) prison. (laughs) No. Um, if you're out in those waters boating, just be very aware of your surroundings and your speed. Really like pay attention to the speed signs and make sure you're going slow so that way you don't actually harm them if you do run into them. Um, and then as well as if you do see them in the water, just steer clear of them. Just steer away. Just leave them. Um, that's the best way you can do it if you're boating is just to be aware of their existence and their presence and avoid them and to go slow so you don't harm them like cattle crossing signs yeah but with boats yes so just be careful yeah and then don't pollute the ocean with your trash (laughs) be mindful of what you're throwing away and make sure you actually put them in like garbage bags and throw things away properly and recycle properly and compost properly all those things can really help because then they're not like getting polluted by all this stuff. Um, if you see them, don't feed them. Don't don't oh, help I them. Like that. Yeah, don't help them associate like humans as friendly because then they'll not come to you, and then that way they can stay safe um, mm. by not being like attracted to humans. And also in general, you don't know what they can and cannot eat. So it's best to just leave them be. They can find their own food. There's no shortage of food. They're f- perfectly fine. None of them are starving, so don't feed them. And then if you do come across one that is injured, um, contact someone that can rescue them and help them to rehabilitate them. And then you can also, there's um, a website on our resources. It's Save the Manatees or something. Um, you can donate. You can adopt. You can help manatees with money if you want. But the other thing is to just learn and share about them and help people be more aware of their presence and their existence and what we can do to help. Save the manatees. Yes. Save the manatees. Share this episode with people. I also have a t-shirt. the My manatee shirt. That's true. Which is a pun in multiple yes. ways. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can 
buy a shirt to help raise awareness for the manatees. We'll make sure to post a link to that in our link tree. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can share it on Instagram. Yeah, my manatee shirt. And uh, yeah, so that's how you can help the manatees. Um, Do you know of any famous manatees? Barbara. <laughs> any other that's... famous manatee? No, <laughs> that's the only one I know. Um, there is a manatee in the third Little Mermaid. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. That's okay. <laughs> um, I think his name is Benjamin in it. He's like this cute little green manatee and he's super chill. Why does everybody name manatees after like names with starting with a B? I don't know. Like, well, the next one I'm about to tell you does not have a B in his name. Oh, okay. Um, That's funny though. But there is a manatee in the third Little Mermaid. Okay. And then the most famous manatee I could find, which... He deserves all the fame he gets. Um, there was a manatee in Florida that was the oldest recorded manatee in captivity. He was born mm-hmm. and raised in captivity. He was born into this aquarium or whatever in... Oh, what year was it? I wrote it down. Maybe I didn't write it down. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Okay, sorry. I found it. 1948. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yes. He lived to be 69 years old. <laughs> nice. Um, he died That on... manatee was getting it on. <laughs> he died on July 22nd of 2017. His name was Snooty. Oh. Um, he was known as Baby Snoots. <laughs> he was named oh, Snooty. that's cute. Um, he loved strawberries, pineapple, and the spotlight. He was in a documentary, and he was also, he made it into the Guinness World Record book for the oldest manatee in captivity. So. Aww. Yeah. He, uh, probably would have lived longer, but there was an accident. He got into, like, a area in his tank he wasn't supposed to get into, and he couldn't turn around, so. There was an accident involving why he passed, but he was old, and all the manatees he shared a tank with were fine, so. Yeah, and they fixed the problem. It is sad. But he lived to be 69. (laughs) So. And he made it in the Guinness World Record book, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And he's in a documentary, and he, he was a really big deal in 1948 when he was born, so. Rightfully so famous little snooty <laughs> hopefully i'm saying his name right it's s-n-o-o-t-y right i would think so snooty yeah because yeah. it's like snoopy but with a t snooty mr snooty <laughs> uh lightning round slash cool facts and you just combine them because it made sense nice. um so they don't have gills so they sleep upside down like on their backs <laughs> I think, I don't know. It's just that they don't have scales. They sleep upside down. And I was like, huh. Um, Okay. Yep. (laughs) And then, so when they are swimming around eating and grazing normally, they're only swimming about five miles per hour, which is like still fast for humans or whatever, you know, but like Mm -hmm. 
They're just kind of gracefully floating and swimming around. But in short bursts is when they can reach up the 15 to 20 miles per hour. So they can't Damn. keep that speed for long, but they can do it for a little bit. If they're trying to get away from that killer whale. <sighs> I hate killer whales. I just watched another YouTube video on them today, and I hate them even more now. I'm sorry. I'll have to talk about them one day, because it'll just be an angry episode that I talk about killer whales. Yeah. <laughs> they are the yeah. worst, you guys. I hate them so much. <laughs> I would rather be in water with sharks than with a killer whale. <laughs> Anyways. Moving on. That's a whole other tangent we could go on. It's another podcast. I will do killer whales one day, and that will be an angry, angry episode. I'll hold you to that. Yes, you better. All Listeners, you heard it. Oh, yeah. I, it'll just, I'll just be so angry because I hate them. I'm not, I guess I'm a little afraid of them. I'm more scared of them than sharks or anything, but I I just hate them. They're so evil. Anyways, manatee. The word manatee (laughs) comes from, I'm going to butcher how to say this, the Tejo, which is a pre-Columbian people of the Caribbean. Um, Their word meaning breast. (laughs) But why? I don't know. (laughs) They don't even have any seashells. They don't even have udders, because that's like the other translation is udder. It's like, I get that they're the sea cow, but... They don't even have... They don't have nipples? They might. They they nurse their babies and their mammals, so they have nipples. But I don't think they're, like, abnormally large. It's weird. Are you looking up manatee nipples? <laughs> Is that another Google that you don't want? <laughs> I feel like it's safer to Google that than other things. It, it definitely Manatee is. nipples. Armpit nipples. What? Are there nipples in their armpits? They Maybe. have a nipple behind each flipper. That makes sense, I guess. Huh. But also interesting. Because then maybe they can, like, hold their baby while the baby's eating. Huh. Well, I just learned some new facts about the manatee. Thank you, Jayla. They have armpit nipples. (laughs) Interesting. Huh. Uh, It's probably not smelling like it would be with my armpit, but anyways. (laughs) Um, Weird. So, a sad fact, because I don't want to leave it for the end, is 97% of adult manatees in Florida have boat scars. So, that's how common, like, how often they get hit by boats and propellers, is that 97% of them have scars. And they don't know how, like, scars affect them, necessarily. Um, Mm. Also, on the Save the Manatees thing, there's a, I put it, there's a link in our resources. It says webcam next to it, but there's, like, live webcams that you can (gasps) see the manatees just freely swimming around in this nature reserve park. um, That's cool. Mm -hmm. I was watching it for a while today. It was pretty fun. Um, And when the parks are closed or whatever, they have, like, highlight reels, so, like, you can see, like, the highlights of them during season. Um, 
But yeah, so that's there's, cool. Yeah, there's that you can always look at to see like, oh, look at the manatees. They're so cool. Maybe um, you can see them using their armpit nipples. Maybe some of them have babies, so maybe. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, story time. Actually, I'll save story time for later. Um, I have a few more facts. So they do have small eyes, but their eyes are really good. Like even though they're oh. nearsighted, they still have like for their size, they have decent decent eyesight, and they have like this special membrane that they can put on their eyes for protection. And they also have really good hearing. Even though they don't have outer ear structures, they have a large inner ear bone. Like, they have large inner ear bones, so they can hear well. (laughs) It's super interesting. Weird. Um, And they think that the reason why they have such issues with boats is because of the frequency. They can't quite pick up the right frequency to, like, know the danger of the boat. But, that would make sense. Yeah. But it's just interesting. They don't have, like, outer ear structures, but because of these, like, inner ear bones, they actually have, like, really good hearing. <laughs> Which is cool. Huh. Yeah. That is um, cool. Interesting. Yeah. And then, <laughs> this is a funny fact, uh, they have the smallest brain to body mass ratio in all mammals, but they aren't dumb. A scientist did a study, and he said that manatees are as adept as ex- at experimental tasks as dolphins, though slower moving and having no taste for fish, more difficult to motivate. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just as good as dolphins and smart. They just aren't as motivated, and they're a lot slower at it. <laughs> that makes sense. They're like lazy dolphins. <laughs> yeah! They're the couch potato of dolphins. <laughs> oh. I love it so much. They're pretty cool. I'm writing that down too. <laughs> okay. cool. <laughs> um, they have these sensitive whiskers called ver- vibrissol, um, mm. which help them to sense the world around them. It's kind of like they're whiskers but they're like super sensitive to help them just feel around and then so they kind of do have mustaches yeah kind of <laughs> thank you and then the largest known manatee was recorded at 15 feet long and 1655 pounds dang it's a big manatee and my last yeah. fact is Manatee Appreciation Day is on the fourth Wednesday in March. Aw. Yes. That's cool. Which I think cool. is exciting. So come that is exciting. next March, we will be celebrating Manatee Appreciation Day. We'll have to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And I have two stories for you. One okay. that I read from... I couldn't... I didn't really look for, like, the mythical legendary stories because I was mostly getting the mermaid stuff. Um, yeah. But I did find a story about a someone who is currently being, trying to be found. Um, the government or, like, there's an investigation trying to find this person because someone scratched into a manatee oh. the word Trump. Because they're a That's terrible horrible. person. They still haven't found them? No. This was back, like, just... 
a few months ago. Um, that they oh. found this manatee with the word Trump scratched into it. Um, so they're trying to find the person because, one, it's illegal. And they're going to get Obviously. heavy jail yes. time. And also, two, that's just a terrible thing to do to any animal. Yeah. That's so, so sad. lesson learned, do not harass or hurt manatees. They are gentle souls. And why would you want to hurt something so nice and write something? They just want to, yeah. They just want to eat and sleep all day. Yeah. Leave them alone. What's wrong with that? They're such sweethearts. Leave them alone. They are powerful, though, if they, like, kick or, like, flip their tail. That's a lot of weight with a tail. So be careful. And then my last story is my own personal story. (gasps) Yay, me. Uh, While in Singapore, um, because I have, like, that joke for so long that manatees are my mom's favorite animal, uh... Mm -hmm. In Singapore, they have this river safari aquarium, and it's, like, literally one of the world's largest aquariums. It's, like, this giant, giant aquarium. You have to stand, like, in the hallway for about... You have to stand. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. I had to stand super far, like, in the hall, like, back corner with my camera, like, behind my head, like, far back as I could reach just to get it in my camera shot. Because it's so big. There's a picture of me, like, up next to it. And you can't even see end to end. It's huge. But it's full of manatees. And it's fantastic. The glass is super thick. I'm sorry, Jayla. <laughs> um, That's great. Yeah. I'm glad that you had that experience. Yes. I would not be caught dead in that no. room. <laughs> it was so cool. Because I had just found out my grandpa had passed away. And I was really, really sad. And I was really, really homesick. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, I have to go see the manatees. So we went to the manatees that day and I just like was so full of joy. And then we went up to the top and they're like feeding the manatees at the top. So you just see them all like kind of surfacing and like getting their cabbage and stuff. It was super cool. cool. So that's my personal story of me seeing manatees in real life in this giant tank. And it's really funny to watch them fart because they just have these giant air bubbles. (laughs) and they're just super they're just so gentle like it's mesmerizing to watch them because they're so like peaceful and slow um what is it the scene in avatar the last airbender when he Mm -hmm. sees the lion turtle and he's just kind of filled with that peace Mm -hmm. and like talks him that's like what it was Mm -hmm. for me to watch was like watching those mantis i just felt like so at peace and comforted and like okay but they're also got a goofy side yeah oh well that's cute i'm glad that you had that experience yes that That sounds really nice for you that is my story (laughs) of manatees (laughs) oh and that's what i got for you there's your manatee Mm -hmm. (laughs) um the farting wasn't something that came up which manatees fart yes they do fart one of the on the Save the Manatees website, they have, like, a bunch of different sounds of them recording, different sounds of them doing things like a mom with a baby, the sound of, like, a baby being like, hey, mom, I'm hungry, come back, or when they're frustrated. One of the sounds in there is them farting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's super funny. That's so funny. Uh-huh. 
So if you guys want to check out a bunch of sounds that manatees make, just go to the resources and find it. I'll make sure I link it of specifically, like, here's a list of all their sounds. Their fart great. noises. Mm-hmm. They fart. That's great. Awesome. Well, thanks, thanks Nicole. Thank you. I had fun learning yeah. about them. They're pretty cool. Yeah. I'm sure. I hope your mom listens to this episode. She will. Shout out <laughs> she to Nicole's to mom. All of them. Shout out to my mommy. I love Hi, you. Nicole's mom. <laughs> Manatees, one of your favorite animals, and you're welcome. But don't go touch them, or you'll get sent to prison. <laughs> or pay we wouldn't want that. Fine. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I did the. <laughs> I didn't do full math. I was like, dang. When I worked full time, like at a decent pay rate, uh, at a somewhat decent pay rate, like I would have still not made enough money in the year to pay that fine. It would have been cheaper for me to just take the year off and spend it in federal prison. Oh, man. In a federal jail. Oh, man. Rather than pay like almost two years worth of my salary yeah that'd be crazy because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's not even counting like all the other expenses you would have to make right <laughs> so uh, anyways it's my random random thought <laughs> it's all to protect the manatee yes protect those manatees so. love them from afar awesome thanks nicole <laughs> thanks Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us, animal lovers. This has been the Animal Facts Podcast with Nicole. And Jayla. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so we can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. We are also looking forward to hearing from you, our listeners. So feel free to email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com with facts you want us to cover, facts you want us to correct, cool or crazy stories you have involving animals we have talked about in the past or may be talking about in the future, or any wild or domesticated (laughs) animals you'd like us to research and add to our list. We want to hear from you and feature your stories as well, so feel free to email them to us. You can also follow us on Instagram at Animal Facts Podcast for updates and other random things. Click the link in the description for our resources, merchandise, and other cool things. Thank you for listening, liking, subscribing, and supporting us in our animal discoveries and adventures. Our awesome drum roll is provided by my really cool brother and father-in-law, Ethan and Camp Polson. And a special thanks to my best friend, Jewel, for our music. Until, Until next time, bye! bye. I'm ready for your random fact that hopefully has nothing to do with manatees. It has nothing to do with manatees, but uh, it was the idea did come to me about uh, I learned that a professional armpit sniffer is a job. So, yep. Um, Okay. So then I was curious about what are some smelly animals? And I found out about the lesser anteater, and it's regarded as one of the most foul-smelling creatures in the animal kingdom. It's up there with, like, skunks and some other skunk-like things. 
Um, but the lesser anteater specifically has a pungent odor that is about four to seven times stronger than that of a skunk. Dang. No, mm-hmm. thank you. Yep. So you can smell this smell within a uh, hundred and sixty feet radius. Um, and then for the skunk, you can smell that within 3.5 miles or 18,480 feet radius. So if you smell either a skunk or a lesser anteater, uh, it's probably nearby. (laughs) Yeah. That's interesting though. So, yeah. Cool. (laughs) Yep. Professional armpit smeller. Yeah. I hope they make a lot of money because that's gross. I don't exactly remember how much I they mean, make. I mean, I guess it, but... I don't know how much skill it takes. I feel like it takes skill to smell, but. Mm-hmm. And to not singe your nose hairs. Gross. I wonder what they're like immune to. <laughs> I don't know, but can you imagine going around trying to smell which animal is the stinkiest? No. It's like that time, didn't, wasn't there like one that time we were talking about like the animal with the smelliest pee or something? Yeah. Who gets paid to test that? Right. <laughs> also, my dog just came in this room, so if you guys can hear her rolling on the floor, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That was my fun rolling fact. All over the floor. It has nothing that to do with manatees. That is a fun and gross fact. Yep. It's pretty smelly. <laughs> It's a pretty That's a stinky, stinky fact. Stinky fact. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was great. Uh, nice. That was great. 